Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy. Happy Thursday. I hope that everyone is having a fantastic week. Let's get right into this episode. What's new with me? I was actually just in Mexico with my family. It was really, really nice. We spent a lot of time together, just being in each other's company, celebrating life. As I've told you guys, there have been some hard times for my family lately, so this was definitely much, much needed. I was also working from there, which is very interesting. To work from a very beautiful place, it really does remind you that work from home life, there's a lot of benefits to it for sure. But I will say I did spend a lot of time inside when I would have rather been outside. But nonetheless, even being able to have some time in the morning before work started and after work ended in the nice warm weather, unbeatable. But now I'm back. I'm planning to have a very chill weekend, hopefully consume some really great content. Of course, I will let you guys know if I do this time next week. That's really all that's new with me. Let's get right in to what's hot. This week, there has been a lot of news surrounding Elon Musk purchasing Twitter for $44 billion. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's sharing their opinions. I thought I would provide you guys with a story about what is going to happen now. NPR writes, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Here's what he says he'll do next. Number one, loosen up content rules in the name of free speech. Elon Musk has described himself as a free speech absolutist. He nodded to these beliefs in a statement announcing the purchase by saying that, quote, free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square, where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. Musk has argued that social networks should not remove comments that, while offensive, are still legal. During a recent interview at a TED conference, he said, If it's a gray area, let the tweet exist. Next on the list for what he says he'll do, create an edit button so users can change their tweets. NPR says that one of the most requested product changes among Twitter users is an edit button. Unlike Facebook, Instagram, and other social media apps, it is not possible to change content on Twitter once it's published. Musk has said that he supports letting people change what their tweets say, a proposal that has stirred a heated debate among academics, journalists, and other heavy users of the platform. Another change that may be implemented, open up Twitter's algorithm to the public. Musk has said that the software that determines what people say and how widely content spreads on Twitter should be cracked open. He supports placing Twitter's algorithm on GitHub, a site popular with programmers for sharing computer code. Next, launch a war on bot armies. NPR writes, combating the proliferation of bots on Twitter, fake accounts that are programmed to respond to tweets on certain topics is another change Musk favors. Musk tweeted last week, if our Twitter bid succeeds, we will defeat the spam bots or die trying. He also added that he'd like to authenticate all real humans. A next change and a pretty big one, scrap advertisements. Right now, almost 90% of Twitter's revenue comes from advertising, but the company has struggled to attract advertisers to the platform, which often devolves into political firestorms and ugly online brawls. With the company going private, it will not be under the same pressure from shareholders to continually grow advertising revenue. 
Musk has said it should move to a subscription model. Twitter has already taken some steps in that direction with the introduction last year of Twitter Blue, a premium service that costs $2.99 a month for additional features, like an undo button that allows for tweets to be recalled before they are sent. Musk has said Twitter Blue should be cheaper, that if people are paying, they shouldn't have to see advertisements, and that the cryptocurrency that started as a joke, Dogecoin, should be an acceptable form of payment for a Twitter subscription. That's what presumably we know he'll do next, according to NPR. There are still many, many unknowns, a couple of which they do touch on in this article and so many other articles. Like I said, so many people have opinions about this, whether it's the right thing to do, the wrong thing to do, how Elon Musk is spending his money. Everyone has something to say. I think time will tell. It will definitely change the platform. It will definitely change how people view the platform. These huge changes tend to stir a lot of debate. Remember to keep it kind, keep it productive. It's okay if everyone thinks differently about this. For now, I think it is incredibly interesting watching public opinion, seeing everyone's thoughts, seeing how Elon Musk responds, seeing how big publications are talking about this. All of it, not only because of how big it is, but also how big it could become and also how much influence it has already had in our society, especially within the past couple years. So stand by, the changes are coming, we will know more, I'm sure, very, very soon. Next up for what's hot, some more purchasing news, but shifting over into the retail space. According to NewYorkPost.com, JCPenney owners offered to buy arch-rival Kohl's, for $8.6 billion. Side note on this, it's insane to think that a social media platform was bought for so much more than this number, 44 billion to 8.6 billion. I know that they're in completely different spheres and have totally different impacts, but I think it's so interesting to see those numbers side by side in the same what's hot section of this podcast. Anyway, back to the story. New York Post writes, under the proposal, shopping mall giant Simon Property and Canada-based Brookfield Asset Management, which together scooped JCPenney out of bankruptcy in December 2020, have offered to acquire Kohl's for $68 a share, according to sources close to the talks. Kohl's shares on Monday closed at $60.39, up 5.3%. One well-placed source told The Post that the plan is for JCPenney's corporate parents to continue to maintain two separate brands while streamlining operations and cutting costs. According to the source, the bidder's plan for Kohl's is to slash costs by $1 billion over the next three years. Simon and Brookfield have proposed that a single management team would operate JCPenney and Kohl's while merging the information technology systems so that one unit is in charge of the chains, according to a source. The companies would also have all private apparel manufactured by the same in-house label. If the sale is complete, the new business would ditch plans to roll out Sephora concession stands inside Kohl's locations. Very, very interesting, JCPenney going from bankruptcy to possibly acquiring Kohl's. This purchase does make sense to me, and the article is saying that they will still maintain two separate brands, and it's just going to streamline operations and cut the costs. Obviously, I don't know any of the background to that, but on paper, it does sound good for the consumer. 
if this does get all said and done, I think it'll be very interesting because these brands have stood alone for so long. A change up like this is pretty big. Again, time will tell. We will see how this all turns out. But definitely interesting news. A lot happening in the world of selling and buying companies right now. That's it for what's hot. Let's get right into what's good. First up is a movie that I watched on the plane that I have seen before, but I didn't really remember that much about it, so it was fun to watch again. And I absolutely love it. It is one of my favorite types of film, based on a true story, an inspirational one, with sports involved. Specifically baseball, which I feel like is a sport that I just love a lot of movies about. Moneyball is one of my favorite movies. And now, this one is pretty high up on the list. The movie is called 42. Here's your summary. In 1946, Branch Rickey, played by Harrison Ford, legendary manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers, defies Major League Baseball's notorious color barriers by signing Jackie Robinson, played by Chadwick Boseman. The heroic act puts both Ricky and Robinson in the firing line of the public, the press, and other players. Facing open racism from all sides, Robinson demonstrates true courage and admirable restraint by not reacting in kind and lets his undeniable talent silence the critics for him. Such a great movie, so powerful. Like I mentioned, Chadwick Boseman, Harrison Ford are both in this movie. Amazing actors, and I had not seen a movie with Chadwick Boseman in it since his passing. And this was just another one of his stellar performances. Impeccable talent. If you're looking for a movie that deals with challenging, real topics that is also uplifting and celebratory in the sports drama genre, this movie could definitely be for you. Again, it is called 42, and you can watch it on HBO Max. Alright guys, next up for what's good, I have two products that I actually bought in Mexico from a company that is there, but it's also global. You can find their stuff on their website, of course, and also on some other websites, like ASOS I know has them. The brand is Pullin Bear. And I got two items that I want to share with you guys. The first one is a blazer. It is called the Faux Suede Duster Coat and it's in a tan color. It's so cute. It's light. It's perfect for the spring, summertime, even going into fall, honestly. It's just such a nice weight and such a universal color. It can go with so many things. I can't wait to pair it with some high-waisted shorts, a tank top, some platform sandals. I think this is going to look so, so cute with so many outfits. I did find it on ASOS. It says that it's out of stock right now, but I would just Google Pull and Bear Faux Suede Duster Coat. They might restock it back on their site or on ASOS. And if you can't find the specific one, I would just look for a dupe because there are a number of items out there like that. But I would say the best things about it to look for in a different product if you can't find this one is the Faux Suede, the light weight of it, and the tan color. Get one for yourself this season. The next item that I got, also from Pull and Bear, are these adorable orange sunglasses. They have square, semi-thin frames. They're chunky. The orange is kind of like a melony orange. So adorable. I cannot wait to pull these out for summer. Again, if you cannot find these exact ones, just search orange square frame sunglasses. 
They have a lot of ones online that look very, very similar. Again, they have some on ASOS, Pretty Little Thing. If you want ones that are a little bit more high-end, I saw ones that looked very similar from Marc Jacobs. Or, of course, you can try to find the ones that I have from Pullin' Bear. Let's all match this summer. Last up for what's good, of course, your song, Wilderness by Brave Holiday. You can find it on my Spotify playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good. Now let's round out this episode with need-to-know basis. When I was thinking about the topic for this week, I was reflecting a lot about what's been on my mind recently, and I honed in on the thing that has really been at the forefront of my mind this week, and that is that there are so many things that we all want to do all the time, and at the same time. And I talked a bit about that on episode 84, balancing the unbalanced, and how it relates to having to prioritize different things in your life, like family and friends and work and passions and downtime, all while unexpected things are happening all around you. But now, I've really been thinking through a concept that is pretty simple, but that really helps me visualize how to better organize and make sure that everything is getting attention when it needs to. And that concept is making shelf space. And I'm not talking about in your apartment or in your house or in your bathroom. Not those shelves. The shelves in your life. The shelves that have all the things on them that you want to pay attention to, that you want to get done, that you want to grow, that you want to expand on. We only have so many shelves. So much time and energy to allocate to everything. I'm figuring out that what I need to do is look at it as if it were a shelf in my apartment. Reorganize. Move things around. See what works best. See what doesn't. And change it all if you need to. If one week you feel like you're not focused enough on what you truly want to do, or any personal projects that you're working on, or if a different week you don't feel like you were able to communicate enough with your family or your friends, or a different week you don't feel like you were able to give your absolute all into your work. Make some room on the shelf. Take things off the shelf. I think sometimes we forget that things can be taken off of that shelf at all. But if you're doing something in your life, or spending time with people that aren't adding anything, take it off the shelf. You're only cluttering, and not leaving any room for things and people you do want to spend time on. Again, I know it sounds so simple, but that's because it is. Like I said, we talk about making space on the shelf very literally in certain instances, whether that be cleaning up the space or making it feel better to be in, and that exact same thing applies to our lives. And if it starts to feel too full, evaluate how that's making you feel. Is it too much? Is it just what you need? Check in. We often forget to check in on ourselves, on our shelves, if you will. I know it's cheesy, I heard it when I said it, but it's true. So make your shelf your own. Take things off, add things in, move them around a hundred times over. Whatever you need to do to make it perfect for you. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. If you're going to just chill like me enjoy it, relax, and if you're going to do something incredible, soak it all in. 
spend some time with the people that you love, say something nice to a stranger, savor your shelf space, and don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. (laughs) 